0: Bonjour tout le monde, bonjour mon petit chien, comment ça va? and so today, I will be talking about language, bilingual, and culture. I was a very, I had the pleasure to interview three lovely people and their point, and get to know their point of views and opinions on language and being bilingual, um, I was able to see their side and understand a little bit more, especially because two of them work in the medical field and how it's benefited them. Um, I my The other interviewee I interviewed was my sister, and she's studying to be an SLP, which means a speech-language pathologist. She will be graduating this spring and will be starting grad school in the sem- fall semester. Being able to interview them have been very very interesting because I feel like they kind of opened my eyes a little bit more and understanding. But before I start those really three fun unorthodox interviews, I will be talking about what does language mean, what does being bilingual mean, and what does culture mean, as well as some little past experience, my opinion on by being bilingual, and wanting to learn more languages. So, according to Google, <clears throat> language is the principal method of human communication consisting of words used in a constructed and conventional way and convoyed by speech, writing, or gesture. Being bilingual means adjective of a person speaking two languages fluently. And culture means, there's two meanings, I really like the second meaning, um, the arts and other manifestations of human intellectual an achievement regarded collectively and a second meaning means the customs, arts, social institutions and achievement of a particular nation, people or other social groups. Um so I speak Spanish. It's not very good Spanish. It's very broken Spanish. Um and at a very young age I can say that I was kind of ashamed of my culture I'm Mexican and when I was young I kind of thought it was a very it wasn't pretty enough you know you would hear the Colombians you'd hear the Brazilians or you hear, hear oh, the, the people from the islands and you know I never or Peruvians and I just thought me- being Mexican is not pretty and you know it's not that as I grew up I don't regret feeling those feelings because I was able to grow from that And I appreciate it. I was able to learn, like, wow, like, my culture is really pretty. Um, Learning certain histories, certain, like, certain um, traditions that that is being Mexican. And I hope to one day um, learn, not learn, more, like, to practice them a little bit more as I grow older. And, you know, and it's, to me, knowing my culture is very important um ah yes so besides my broken spanish i think even if i just have just because i have my spanish is broken i am still able to communicate in spanish it and it not it may not be perfect but it's good that it gets me through it but i am perfecting it i am trying to learn it again um. Right now, I am studying French, and I've. There's always something about the French culture and just the language have always attracted me to it. Um, I can't really point pinpoint why, but it's just something that I just like. I need to learn this language. Maybe I'm going to use it in my future, maybe maybe not, but as long as I know it, I can be like, I know three languages, and I think that's really awesome. Um, I do hope one day I can go to France, regardless of what city, and maybe live there for a year or two one day. I really do pray and manifest that I will be able to do that. Um, But yeah, let's just get into these lovely interviews, and I hope you all enjoy
1: so what does it mean being bilingual to you guys
2: so to be bilingual means that more opportunities are open in different aspects of your life it can be related to work or related to a simple interaction at a grocery store and i brought up a good point about
3: how um, I think it's very important um, in the sense that since we live in a border city, it brings a lot of comfort to our community, um, to being able to be bilingual in the sense that like, for example, when I was doing my clinicals at Del Sol, there's a lot of patients that came in and they didn't know English. And just the fact that I spoke Spanish brought so much comfort to them and they like they found like peace and safety when I was around just because I understood them and I could interpret for them. and. Um, advocate for them as a patient to the nurse when they didn't feel good so I think it's very important to be bilingual and it does like that I said open new doors for you and new opportunities because when I found a lot of the times that I was there like people would nurses or doctors would pull me in to like um, interpret for didn't. like interpret for them and like that open new areas for me to see that didn't to my like classmates that didn't speak English I mean Spanish
2: it's definitely super important when it comes to communication. Okay.
1: Um, have you guys have you guys ever felt like some sort of shame even like being bilingual, speaking Spanish, or just being Mexican?
2: Regardless
1: I, of living here?
2: I wouldn't think so just because it's El Paso. I have had friends that told me it's that pink. outside outside of El Paso it is um they have experienced racism, but I think because we are in a border city and it's very common, and it's super common to speak Spanish here, that it's not looked frowned upon. And um, even being in school and having to be put in, in like, a bilingual class, uh, I thought it was super normal to even like use Spanglish. Yeah,
3: I've I've never been ashamed to be Mexican. I honestly have always taken pride in the fact that like I know two languages and I'm fluent in both languages. And Spanish was my first language to begin with. So I didn't even know I didn't catch on to English till I was like seven, eight. So to me, I've always been very um, proud of my culture and being bilingual.
1: Going off of what you said, you know, learning Spanish. At 7 or 8, did you felt like kind of embarrassed
3: not knowing English because it wasn't your first oh, language? Oh yeah, for sure. When like I was like 7, when I was 7 and you guys were like we would I would come over from Juarez and you guys didn't know I you guys didn't speak Spanish the way I spoke Spanish and I didn't speak English the way you guys spoke English. So it was really hard for me sometimes cuz like That's I didn't communication
2: barrier? Yeah,
3: like I didn't understand you guys sometimes and then you guys were barely learning Spanish since English was your first language, so it was kind of like, ah! And then, like, you guys would watch cartoons in English, but my mom would literally switch the cartoons for me to Spanish because I didn't understand. Like, I would watch Bunch Bob in Spanish. But I feel
2: like you learned Spanish, like, the way you learned Spanish helped you a lot now because Spanish being your first language, and it then— It made me
3: more fluent in Oh, it.
2: for sure. And then English being your second— You're, I think, from all of us, you're probably, like, the most fluent. We
3: all sound like idiots. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying you sound like idiots, but I definitely am the one that's more fluent. But now that I'm older, and I, not that I don't use my Spanish as much, I do. But I, like, predominantly use English a lot more. I've noticed that, like, I've I've lost some of my Spanish. Yeah, like, I've learned
2: that me not taking, like, Spanish classes in school... Has really affected my Spanish. Yeah, especially now like, that like
3: um, now that like since I'm I want to be a nurse and stuff like in the healthcare like that's a whole other area of Spanish that I don't understand. Like I I can speak Spanish and I I know how to like interpret things, but like not medically. Like that's where I'm kind of getting like I find myself getting choked up, and I'm like, oh my gosh, how do you say eyelids? <laughs> You know what I mean? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I know Spanish, but not like that. So I really want to pick up on like uh um, medical terminology Spanish. Because they will benefit me, of course.
1: Yes, yeah, ma'am. You being, you know, you're saying be SLP, do you what are some things that you're like looking forward using your your Well, bilingual? I
2: know that I would be able to um be I would be able to assist people that are um Dominantly speaking Spanish, and like since it's speech, obviously, um, like the R sound is super hard to articulate in English um,
3: and in Spanish, yeah, Rolling your so, R's so, is so, yeah. So, hard. so, like
2: in English, it's super hard already. So, I could only imagine how difficult it is in Spanish and rolling your R's. So, it's gonna bring me that opportunity to help individuals that need to articulate their R's. Mm-hmm.
1: what are like besides you know you guys like saying what I was really fluent in english and spanish would you be like um mixing your mixing your languages have you ever spanish? yeah oh, your spanish like, oh, all the it. time
3: yeah like i butcher my spanish sometimes like not that bad like i'm i'm pretty good at it but there is like i will get sometimes i'm like oh my gosh how do you say that but I'm not, like, super, like, Spanglish, English. Like, I like, try to not be uh, a lot of Spanglish. See, I would felt
1: like maybe it's, like, just sounds... Be- the word in Spanish sounds better. The word in English sounds better. And you guys just mix it in there. Yeah. Well, yeah, but... um my brain just, totally like, glitches think-
3: in between <laughs> both just languages. Just-
1: <laughs> I totally think that there's a
2: negative connotation on Spanglish. But it's actually a super intellectual thing that happens inside the brain when you are code switching because you're learning the grammar from English and Spanish to articulate that one sentence. And it's proper grammar in the sense because in, like in, in Spanish it's carro rojo, in English it's red car. But when you're grabbing both, when you're using both English and Spanish, you're forming the sentence grammatically correct using both languages. So I totally think it's the way you look at Spanish And I think us growing up
3: Oh yeah, our was... parents were like No, you can't be pocho, yeah, like, like, it's uh-uh, pocho like, it, it looks bad Spanish. Like, that's, not, that's not how you speak Spanish Like Grandpa's very about proper yeah. mm-hmm. Grammarly speaking Spanish Like if he hears you say something wrong He'll correct you And then he'll lecture you And then he'll tell you, he'll give you a class
1: <laughs> Yeah, literally What do you guys like better? The slang like in English or the slang in Spanish? Like,
3: how you say camioneta, but we say
1: troca. Or, or you say, you trocando, cut. I, mean? like,
2: um, <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I've realized that I use, it's the people that you're around with. Yeah,
3: for sure. Like, like if I, our friends are, like, joking around in Spanish, I'll, we'll start joking around in Spanish. And it kind of it seems foreign to me, because I'm like, yeah. I don't really joke around in Spanish. I'm like, who is this? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I didn't even know I could say those words. I didn't <laughs> even like, know I like that. Like, even at
2: work, because a lot of people, like, it's most of the kitchen speaks Spanish. So, like, we'll joke around in Spanish, and then I'm like, what?
3: <laughs> what did I just say? Yeah. <laughs> cool, so, it? I think we for sure probably joke around more in English yeah. than we do in Spanish. Mm-hmm. But just because I feel like now we use English more.
2: Yeah. But totally, it depends on the situation. Mm-hmm. The situation, like, the environment that, yeah. The environment and the participants
1: in the, mm-hmm. in the conversation. conversation. Okay. is there any language you guys would like want to learn or
2: sign language? Oh, I want to learn sign language so bad. Why?
3: I think that's the second,
2: the the, yeah. like, the third most important one. Why? Because there's there's okay.
3: just like a huge like um, say so demand for it like that, and there's like a lot of people that like you don't realize how many people actually like sign sign you know what i mean like like the other the, there's a couple of times at work that this like lady comes in and like she comes to the drive-thru and obviously she can't call the phone to place her order and i go out there and like she has her paper and everything and like she has written down like what she's gonna order and like she'll like look at me and like point out here and then I'm, i mean i catch on that she's obviously deaf and like i just in those moments i'm like man i wish i could like yeah, sign like back, back at her very, yeah. because like and then not that I'm dumb but like I forget that she can't hear me and then I'll, I'm like yes ma'am yes ma'am got you but I wish that I could just communicate her with her and like sign to her that like yeah I got you like is there anything else I can get for you so yeah I would rather I would want to know like sign language mm-hmm. But see there's some people that um when you are deaf or um
2: or you like you sign there's a tool that it's called it's like a speech reading I mean no um word reading so they they learn how to read lips too we have a mask which is cool we have a mask. yeah that's yeah, what i was that's, going over in class. it a little
1: bit too.
2: oh yeah sure. it's super especially because they can't um they can't see
3: your mouth they can't see your mouth but and it's just like a, a lot a of Q. a lot of people in like speech pathologists like while they're in the work setting what they do is that they have that mask that has like the the, where you can see their, um, their face. lips mm-hmm. And it's clear just to help, because even like kids, like Aceh, like my brother and stuff, like to them, like I feel like Aceh understands by seeing you like speak, you know. It's like a huge cue that was taken away,
2: and not only that, but and like he with would the learn.
3: Mask he would learn how to um, like pronounce the words a lot better, like having like being able to see you, mm-hmm. like you'd be like or yeah, you know, like just sounding it out to him differently
1: interesting um do you guys want add on anything else besides besides everything you guys already did you guys gave me a really good interview yeah yeah you guys did great thank you guys appreciate it Of of course so you don't know english that well i mean spanish Right. You know. Uh, So what do you think has been one thing like you've sacrificed learning the Spanish as you are since you are older?
4: I wouldn't really. I would not say that I really have felt like anything has been a sacrifice in learning In learning the language. Um, I felt the more that I've picked up the better experience I've had in working with. My patients that are only spanish speaking so i really don't i don't really see any any um any of it as a sacrifice i guess
1: have you ever since like felt a sense of um your if anything i wish effective?
4: if anything I wish i have, I would just sacrifice like more time to learn it and like put more effort into it but
1: i uh. just, that's so. Have you ever felt like like um, asking you again? Like you ever felt like your sense of pride, or you feel a little embarrassed because you butcher some of the words in Spanish, especially speaking to Spanish patients at work.
4: Oh, definitely. Yeah, when I when I just when I barely started picking it up, I would mess up a lot, and sometimes they would like they would kind of like smirk, but they would they would always kind of work with me since I was trying mm-hmm. I've always noticed that too they're usually it's, they're more open to uh, working with you if you let them know that you're trying to learn Spanish and you're not you don't you might not know it super uh, super well
1: mm-hmm.
4: but you're you know you know what you know and you're trying to just get by mm-hmm. and they're usually willing to help that's
1: nice have you ever what is um, can you tell me an incident that's ever happened to you you're just like oh crap I don't know it, like Anna said, the she terminal medical terminology was one missing
4: for you. I mean, I can definitely I definitely think there's times where I have a patient and they're kind of explaining they 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 seem to be explaining to me something in Spanish, but they're speaking really fast and or um they just say a lot of uh, words that I don't know. Um, so I I kind of just nod my head and yes or no questions. Yeah, yeah I kind of just oh okay like I kind of just play it off like I know what they're saying and then I'll always just end whatever end every conversation and ask basically like if they're okay and if they're like in pain or if they need anything and if they say no then they're usually fine so because sometimes I guess maybe it's just extra information that's could be helpful but it's not really necessary.
1: Okay, um, what is one thing? Well, this is just like opinion now. What's one beautiful language in your opinion that you would like? Oh, I want to learn that language besides Spanish?
4: I would say maybe, uh, maybe Italian,
1: Italian, why or
4: Portuguese?
1: <laughs> why those two. <laughs>
4: Portuguese, I think, sounds pretty cool. That's what they speak in Brazil, I think. And then... Italian, just to be a... I don't watch know. Too yeah, I watch too much Jersey Shore. Yeah, watch too much
1: Jersey Shore. Okay, what's been one of the most amazing, like, experiences speaking Spanish, like, with a, either a patient or a family member? Oh, I've someone?
4: met people that... Sometimes I even see them like Gmail, like they, I like whenever like they speak Spanish with me and they like understand a little English, but they are mainly Spanish. Um, you can make a connect, like uh, I've made, like you can make really good connections and I've made some really good connections with some of my patients that, um, that have are, that are Spanish speaking that I kind of use the language as communication with it. It's uh It it makes it's a it's a special thing to do, to, to experience that. To meet people like that and. Um, have that experience through a, another language.
1: Hmm. Um. Do you do you plan on learning, like another language in the near future, or like a little further down the trip way, or do you have, like? A, do you want Maybe, to go visit somewhere?
4: is mainly Spanish, like somewhere in Mexico. Um, I I you know I do have a yearning to go to to travel to Ecuador. I, I would <laughs> like to backpack through um, the countryside there.
1: <laughs> you want anything anything else to this interview before I end it? <laughs>
0: No. Okay. <laughs> I hope y'all enjoyed those interviews. Um, the first interview was my with was with my sister and my cousin. Um, I love the little personal story my sis, my cousin was, was able to talk about, as well as what my sister will be facing in the near future when she starts her career but in the second interview was more more laughs more laughing giggles and I felt like it was just I feel like I needed to put that because even it was just funny um he did go through the COVID situation and he is a nurse right now so it was just fun relaxed way to end this interview um But y'all, again, I hope y'all enjoyed it and y'all have a lovely, lovely day as well.